Welcome to By the Railside Podcast. I'm Zach. That's Jordan. He loves that. Oh my god. An earthquake happened on your <laughs> That's because I was so room. vigorous in showing them yeah, my face. It's got a, I surprised you. You were like, oh my god, we're starting. I should have just flipped it yeah. and then not been here and then yeah. popped in. Whoa. How do you do that? Movie How do magic. I? Yeah. No, not you, me. Star Star swipes. <laughs> star wipes. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, that's why I've never given a movie ten out of ten. It's because there's been a lack of a severe lack of star wipes. That's true. Need more more in Hollywood. 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 Hear us. Hollywood. Star swipe. Wipe. Star wipe. Star wipe. You've been on Tinder too long. <laughs> <laughs> there's not a lot of star swipes on there. It doesn't swipe. It fucking. The only star swipe on there is me. Mom said I was a handsome boy. <laughs> Mom's a fucking liar. <laughs> you're way too old to be a boy. Could be. Hey, and if you're old enough, don't forget to go follow us on social medias. I tweeted not about the podcast one time. I, oh, <laughs> I, I, I commented on someone's tweet because they were. Uh, it was an article about the PlayStation Plus games. And everyone was so furious at them. Uh, it's a free game. Shut the fuck up. You know, you should have commented on that. Uh, you, at Bungie. <laughs> like, Fix your fucking battle pass. <laughs> you guys are forgetting about the big issues here. Come on, there's more serious matters. Like, the battle pass. Yeah. No. Fucking dinks. Uh, Did you hear, yeah. like, 50 people died? Where? Oh, uh, like, Missouri? Yeah. A tornado? Yeah. I, I heard 70. I, yeah, they, well, they, it was it was unconfirmed when I read it, and so yeah. it's probably just a rising death toll at this point. Um, the reason I know about that is because I was on Reddit and I was on the I was I was swiping on the popular page, and there's this post on r slash teenagers. Uh, I have no control over the popular page. I'm not on r slash teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's this kid. The post was just labeled "I'm gonna die." So I thought it was, like, uh, just a kid, like, writing a suicide note or something. Yeah. And I was like, this is probably not good. I'm going to read it. And it, this, this kid, like, he's like, yeah, I'm in the path of, like, four fucking hurricanes right now. So I'm probably going to die. And I was like, Jesus. Where where have I been? <laughs> also, how do you not know? Like, I feel like we have the science to know about this beforehand. Not soon enough. Oh, like like the movie Twister? It's a great movie. Helen Hunt, who now has only one facial expression because she has so much plastic surgery. <laughs> it's it's bad. It was too, I think she was in like an emotional scene. I was like, oh, she hasn't moved at all. I don't think I've this seen is amazing. Helen Hunt in a number of years. Oh, oh yeah. No, I was actually that was a pretty accurate face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's she's uh she's seen See better that hurricane? days. That's a twister. Unfortunately. And the fact that you tell her she's seen better days, and that probably only makes it worse. Now she's gonna get more plastic surgery because Helen Hunt listens to By the Railside podcast. Yeah, because she's smart. Yeah, smart people listen to this. The four of you out there on Spotify, you're the real deal. You're you can't see thing. me, but I'm looking right at you. You're the only thing keeping me going. Yeah. And then the our our YouTube following of nine. Hell yeah! Well. You're the real deal. Get those three views every video, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Not even one of them's not even me. Yeah, it's shocking. 
And we've been doing this for just, just over a year. And you know what? We're going to take a holiday break, actually, after we finish the Infinity Saga. I know it's going to suck, but it's only a couple weeks for Crimbus and the New Year's. Krimbus and then the New Year, we're coming back. We're going to uh, review a whole bunch of stuff because, uh, yeah, Infinity, Infinity Saga is going to be done. It's very sad. Yeah. We'll, we'll sprinkle in some, some Marvel things every now and then, you know, especially when we go see uh, New Spider-Man. Pretty stoked for that. Do you work that Sunday? Probably. Fuck. I'll, I'll see if I can Monday switch. Night. I should be back in the afternoon. I'll probably be at work. I mean, well, if you're willing to go after work, if there's a showing at uh, like 8-ish. Okay, I'll eight, go. 8.30-ish, 9-ish. I'll go all, all the time. Okay, good. I'm glad you didn't say I'll go all night because... No, we're old now. <laughs> I can't I do could, that. I can stay up for at least 36 hours. Not now. You smoked. Oh, 100% I could do it. If I didn't have to work tomorrow, I'd, I'd fucking prove you wrong. Yeah. It's tempting because then we gotta we just got to watch Titans. I'll fucking do a 24-hour oh, stream, bro. Titans. I know it's not Marvel, <laughs> but check that show out. It's on Netflix, three seasons. We're going to start the third season after we record this. Yeah. Which is right now for you me. You better believe. It's <laughs> George's watching on his phone as we're recording. Oh. And, uh, oh, speaking of uh, the Infinity Saga, we're actually on Infinity War. That's the uh, that's the movie we're reviewing today. And, uh, fuck, what a excellent beginning of the culmination of, of all these movies. And the storytelling, goddamn. What, uh, what is it about, Jordan? Uh, well, we're going to throw it back to another classic, Blazer 346. Oh, yeah. Uh, two years after the Leipzig fight and immediately following the destruction of Asgard, the Avengers and the Guardians of the Galaxy learn that the mad titan Thanos is seeking to collect the Infinity Stones, which are said to be the most powerful artifacts in the universe. Uh, facing an enemy too powerful to stop alone, the Avengers and the Guardians, alongside Doctor Strange, Black Panther, and Spider-Man, must come together and stop Thanos from inflicting his power and destroying the universe. Again... A very, very good uh, review. Slightly inaccurate. Yeah. But I think it does the job of, of enticing people that have never seen uh, Infinity War, I guess the MCU, to to watch it. Oh, yeah. I would think so. And if you're <laughs> starting on Infinity War, you're a psycho. Um, go watch the other ones. You gotta... Because there's so many throwbacks and different things that happen throughout these next two movies that are just nods to the, to the actual... Um, other movies, the, the storytelling leading up to this. This one has a, uh, I think they call it a, a cold open. The next one's got a cold open that, uh, that's a, that's a tug at the heartstrings right there. Great acting by Jeremy Renner in the next one. But this one does another, uh, bit of a cold open, I think, um, where it starts out where you get, on Thor's ship with all the Asgardians and Thanos is there. He's already got the Power Stone, which was stored on Xandar. We learned in Guardians of the Galaxy. And he fucking cranks the Hulk. Yeah, just fucking destroys him. Yeah. Not, not even worried about anything. He's so casually, like, just pinned against the wall. He's like, okay, my turn. Yeah. And, yeah, I really liked that fight scene because 
something you've never seen in the Hulk is fear. And you can tell, like, he immediately starts to, instead of getting pissed at someone stronger than him, which would normally be uh, be what happens, he just, like, is shocked and starts to feel fear. Yeah. As soon as he is, like, his hands get it, like getting peeled off by Thanos, you can see in his face, he's just like, oh, that's not, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's, which is really cool that they did that, but also the... The, the neat little factor is, is throughout the movie, anytime Thanos is using um, the stones, they all light up on the gauntlet. And he didn't use the Power Stone at all yep. against the Hulk. So the fact that he didn't do that and he's beating someone who's probably the strongest uh, on Earth anyways. Um, and on Sakaar. Yeah, and on Sakaar. And he just ruined him. It was... It really starts you and then sets the tone for how bad this guy really is, um, which is great. And then he uh, Loki tries to save the day, R.I.P. I feel like I would have just sent a clone and just sort of absorbed myself out with my with my brother. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I'm just sack the body like that. Like you're the god of mischief? You're telling me you can't like just... You don't have a backdoor access to the the Bifrost, even if you have the sword. No. And Heimdall's corpse. Yeah. Just holding his eyes open. <laughs> Teleport us. It's the dark magic. He's <laughs> got dirt on his eye. You can't see where it's going. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. They start out a lot of characters dying. Um, that seemed pretty important and uh, and very meaningful to to others. A little bit of foreshadowing. Yeah, I wanted to talk about uh, when Thanos blew up the refugee ship. Yeah. Now, I had questions, uh, which we were talking about when we watched the movie, but I wanted to know how they survived. Like, how the half the... uh, Assuming half the Asgardians survived. Uh, I saw the ship. It looked kind of smaller, but I don't know if that was just because it's absolutely dwarfed by Thanos' ship. Yeah. Um. So maybe, like, did it, did they have escape pods that the Thanos was like, all right, we're going to fill these escape pods, and then those people get to go. And then you guys, we'll, we'll get you in these escape pods after they're gone. Yeah. And then he just, like, turns around at his boys and is just like. Yeah, because it, uh, some Asgardians survive for the, for the next one that we find out. Um. It must have, I think you, you might be right on it breaking apart because in that first little scene, like Valkyrie wasn't there, Korg and them weren't there. Mm. So all things that you would think would be there because of what we see at the end of um, Ragnarok just aren't there anymore. So I think it must have been that that broke apart or it's different, uh, different quadrants in the ships is where they're located. But, uh, yeah, and then he still manages to save half. Yeah, which uh, is his goal. He just wants to cull half the universe. Um, in in the MCU version, it's because he feels people will be grateful because it'll cut down on literally everything, food supply or like food consumption, the environmental damage, everything like that. So that people will be grateful that they will have these new bountiful lives. In the comic books. He did it because he was obsessed with the goddess of death, and he wanted to impress her. He was in love with her, 
And so he was just like, oh, I'll, I know what to do. I'll just kill half of everything. And uh, and he does. And then that's just like, meh, whatever. I like Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Like, just choose this crazy dude after, or over someone who's giving you, like, technically they would be sacrifices, I'd say. Yeah. Um, it's like bringing roses. Yeah. This is like <laughs> the one dude. <laughs> Thanos is an incel. Yeah. <laughs> Thanos is like giving her presents, giving her, bringing her chocolates, bringing her souls of the damned and the, the dead. And Deadpool just rolls up on a motorcycle. He's like, hey, yo, baby, you got a fat ass. You want a burrito? Yeah. And she's like, well, I'm sorry, Thanos, I got to go. And then he writes on his blog about how all uh, uh, female Why aliens are sluts. Why won't anyone fuck me? <laughs> and that's when he gets the gauntlet. Yeah. He's actually just hiding how chafed his hand is. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have Vaseline. Vaseline yeah. is only on Earth. <laughs> Everywhere else, they're just, they're just dry dogging dry. it. Oh, my God. It's rough. It's a sandpaper handy. <laughs> That's the one thing, because like those lines in his skin, those are natural. Yeah. So it, you might think they all ribbed for everyone's pleasure, but no, their skin is like sandpaper. Yeah. It's the opposite of a cat. Their tongues are very soft. <laughs> <laughs> their skin is like sandpaper. <laughs> uh, there, there is no, uh, there is no explanation. Uh, I just googled it. It doesn't seem. Like there was an explanation. Oh, I guess the Russo brothers said offered. The Russo brothers offered a simple solution. Prior to the start of that scene, escape ships were deployed for Asgardians, including yeah. Valkyrie. Well, that would yeah, I guess that makes sense. But yeah, it's uh, or it just could be because of how Odin or uh, not Odin, but Thor survived just because his uh, age and uh, the advancements in technology and stuff, and they're. Technically not gods in the MCU, but um, they feel pretty godly, even though they say, "Oh no, we're not gods." Like, oh, sure about that, there, chief. I think they're basically immortals. Like they're yeah. one of the longest living races, I'd say. Because I know Thor is in his culture, he's like a, a very young adult. Like the first time you see him, he's basically a teenager. Yeah, and he says in this movie, he's fifteen hundred years old. So the past couple years that have blinked by where yeah. he's like shown so much improvement and growth have it's been like three months to him yeah which is uh yeah it's it's crazy i think yeah they're definitely online uh, they're like on par with the eternals i think for for aging excuse me well that's the thing you gotta think of because spoiler alert ahead for eternals i was i'm giving them a second to okay um because in the Eternals, you find out that it's they're not all the same being. Like they're they're clones, right? It's just the same mind being transferred. So yeah, is that technically immortality? Like I would consider that more akin to an AI or an, or an artificial being. So an AB. Maybe. I don't know because oh, the deviants are all created. Maybe like celestials. I know that like the Eternals hang out with. The Olympian gods, because the Olympians are in the Marvel universe. Like, yeah. They haven't shown in the Marvel Cinematic Universe yet. I think they're they're planning on bringing a couple in, Ooh. which would be sick. Uh, actually, yeah, I think uh, in the next Thor, I think there's gonna be one. Ooh. Yeah. The the bad guy in that one's like Gore the God Butcher or something like that. Yeah, played by Christian Bale. Yeah. 
which like come on don't be greedy you got you had batman you no. had three batman you can't just come to the mcu now after your batman ended rachel <laughs> yeah this guy where is he <laughs> that's, that's the batman yeah. <laughs> or when he's like <laughs> you know who i am <laughs> trying to do a fucking palpatine impression <laughs> i understand it who are you i understand it <laughs> What? And then he jumps up and just yeah. fart noise <laughs> off into the night. pieces out. Well, yeah, I uh, I enjoyed the graphics. I enjoyed the the concept of the Hulk actually being beat. And then he gets beamed down by Heimdall. And then you see him connect up with Doctor Strange. One of the things that sort of... Whoa, whoa. Well, Doctor Strange and Wong. And Wong, yeah. Show some respect. Should be implied. Wong's everywhere. Wong is bay. Wong is. <laughs> Let's bring it back to 2018. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, breaks into the the. Oh, fuck the sanctum, 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 san, san, uh, the house, <laughs> we, uh, Hogwarts. I believe it's called. Yes. Yeah, he goes to Hogwarts, and then uh, when he's in there, like one of the things, one of the issues I have, and this is what's gonna, I'm gonna use these little things to pull it away from that ten. Because it's, I gotta, I'm gonna try real hard to try and pull away for the for Endgame. Because I feel I'm already rating it as <laughs> close to a ten as possible. Yeah, we better stock up on tissues because I know you're gonna cry. I don't cry. Yes, I feel do. it coming, and then I. <clears throat> it hit, only works for hit so it long. Back. Yeah. Soon enough, if there's like a big a big pit of just black tar, of oh, sad. Inside yeah, you. I'll fill it with cheesecake. It doesn't work. Oh, damn. <laughs> I have the size 52 pants to prove it. <laughs> Not currently. <laughs> We're doing it. Yeah. He says, uh, he's like, Thanos is coming. Uh, Bruce says it because he's transforming back. And uh, Doctor Strange goes, who? And But when we see him in Thor Ragnarok, he says he keeps a list of all um, beings of threat uh, to the Earth. So either... Because of the way Thanos does things, he his name didn't get across to Doctor Strange, or it's just like a continuity error thing that they they missed on the writing. Yeah, I think it might be he just doesn't he doesn't know about any threats that haven't already been to Earth. Oh, okay. So he he definitely has the I'm assuming the uh, Chitauri, yeah, down on that list, but he doesn't know that that's actually just Thanos's like war dogs. Um. I, I wanted to point out, I don't think it was Bruce, or I, sorry, I don't think it was just Bruce saying Thanos is coming, because you've seen it before, um, when the Hulk talks, it has a very distinct voice, and when Bruce talks, there's no, it's just Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. But that one, there was a bit of both in it. So I think it was kind of like, that was like the last message that Hulk was getting out, was Thanos is coming, and now I'm hiding forever. Yeah. And so, yeah, I guess that could also be, like, maybe he just didn't understand him because mm -hmm. of the, the changing in the tones and everything like that. It sounded kind of muffled. So maybe he was just like, who? <clears throat> but, yeah, I don't think he knew about Thanos because he hadn't been to the planet yet. Because, like, how how would he know about all that stuff? Because he, he would have known about Gamora then he uh, because at one point she would have been on his list. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just threats that they have knowledge of like threats that have already been to earth and have been maybe like a re repeat offenders list oh, okay something like that yeah um just yeah, that that makes the most sense to me uh just because like 
like currently, right now, you and me, there could be a threat in space that could easily take us out. We wouldn't know about it. Please come. Because yeah, do it. If you listen to By the Railside podcast, yeah. If you have, uh, if you're not born on this planet and you're listening to this podcast, bring the army, subjugate the planet, and give us better lives. Yeah. Because I, I wholeheartedly believe that. Like, yeah, I know the the inequality here is fucking ridiculous. We're gonna kill the twenty some odd people that own most of the money, <laughs> and then we're gonna give everyone jobs that suit them and a dog. Oh, I want a space dog. Sounds like communism. But it'll work. That's the difference. Yeah. It'll work. Well, communism as a theory, yeah, works fantastically. Practical, no one has done it right. Humans are too selfish. Yep. Because, like, if I, under communism, if I saved my pocket change for, for three months and I bought myself a nice chocolate bar and I go home, on my way home, I'm, I'm just, ooh, taking a bite. My neighbor sees that I have a chocolate bar and he's like, well, they didn't give me one. And him not knowing that I saved for three months get this chocolate to bar. get this chocolate bar. And he, well, no, that's it. You're getting reported. Going to the gulag. You're not sharing. That's our chocolate bar. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not, we, motherfucker. We, we both work for this. I bought the caramel. Oh. I, I at least want a bite of the Milky Way. <laughs> but yeah, so we see that, and then uh, and then we see Thama and uh, what? Thama. That's the that's the space wizard. Thama. Yeah, that's his name. Okay. I don't know what the other. I don't know what the big guy's name is. I just thought it was like a nerd that's really into old guns. No, he can't say small. No, this is my small. <laughs> no, there's him. Um, oh fuck. Yeah, I can't remember who the big guy's name is. Chumbus. Um, then there's the the girl. Her Proxima, Proxima Knight. Holy shit. And then uh, her her uh, fuck buddy. Yeah, you're like, oh, wow, they didn't do research? No. No, we fucking didn't. We can't do research. This is off the cuff. He made me this... hit a dab pen before this. I'm going to be completely honest it was with a, you. It's not a dab pen. That is a dab pen. Is it? That is a dab pen. Oh. I'm ripping dabs. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm a stoner. <laughs> it's oil. It's a concentrated oil. That's what dabs are. It's just goop. concentrated. Yeah. That's not oil. That's all like half of THC stuff now is goop. <laughs> <laughs> THC goop. It's a high goop. Yeah. High goop content. Goopy. That's what that is. I think I could fit that in there. That's no, do not idea. smoke that. Does it say on there? Probably not. Maybe. Ugh. It might be on the warning label, but no. Anything that is meant to be ingested orally, do not smoke because you will oh. fuck your lungs yeah. in the next week. There's oral use only. You thought popcorn lung was bad? You can't bum it. <laughs> You're going to get kernel lung. <laughs> I love the kernel. So he punches me in the face. It's <laughs> a reference to Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. If you haven't seen that show, spoilers. <laughs> the guy punches Santa. But yeah, they get in there. Uh, Tony and... Uh... 141 people in this movie. Really? Cast 141 people, Holy yeah. Shit. I was going to go and find those people's names, but now I, <laughs> it's a daunting task. <laughs> I'm not okay with that. Uh, yeah, they, they get down to earth. They're looking for the other stone. Tony and them are arguing, uh, Tony and, uh, Dr. Strange, which great pairing, uh, two of the biggest egos 
in the fucking MCU. Both super smart, know what they're doing. All think they're the best. And uh, the interaction between them is, is great. It's uh, With movies like this, it's nice because you get to actually see the interaction between the characters that you haven't. So like Doctor Strange and, and Tony. Um, Peter Parker's in, in there as well. Uh, the Guardians and and uh, Iron Man, which that one was also hilarious between uh, Quill and uh, and Tony. When it, Peter Quill just basically tells Tony that uh, his plan sucks, yeah, <laughs> and that he's gonna do the plan now, so that it'll be really cool. That's the only reason he gives to it. He doesn't yeah. tell them about a plan. Yeah, I just love his face. Like Tony's just. <laughs> Because I've done that before. Working yeah. retail, 100%. Like, someone says something so stupid, you're just like, I got to remember how to breathe. Like, they're <laughs> yeah. they're rubbing off on me. Uh, their names also are Call Obsidian is the guy uh, that okay. loses a hand. Uh, Ebony Maw. You were wrong. <laughs> That's what uh, Thanos called him. Maybe oh. he said The Maw. Maybe The Maw. Maws. Yeah, because, well, according to uh, IMDb, yeah. uh, Proxima Midnight and Corvus Glaive as Michael Shaw. He's that dude that does all the weird things, right? He was like Abe and the, that guy? Or no, he that's the uh, Ebony Maw, I think. He's that actor that was, uh, he was the thing at the table in Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, He's no. A real creepy looking <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, I don't know if he was him on set. No. Uh, so I guess the guy that did the... the. No, no. So the the guy that did Call Obsidian was also the on-set Groot. And okay. it, was, uh, it was Terry Notary. <clears throat> I know who you're talking about. No, I don't think he was in this one. Yeah, I thought he's, he was. He's famous for just... Uh, um, like doing just monsters. Yeah. Uh, actually, no. I've seen him in one in uh, Legion. He's the Ice Cream Man. Yeah. Wasn't he also the uh, the mouth of Sauron? I'm uh, pretty sure he was the mouth of Sauron. Maybe I don't really count that one because he's like he's got a helmet covering most yeah. of his face. Like he's just got the <laughs> fucked up mouth. With who needs some goddamn chapstick? Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, it's. Uh... That's me in winter. <laughs> After two coffees, and I smile at someone on the street. You know, give him the old. Is that ice cracking? What is that? It's my lips. Please help. <laughs> That's why we invented Vaseline. That's why we yeah. have it. No other races have to deal with that. Yeah. Don't have to deal with chap lips or penis. I feel like there's got to be an alien species with penis. Probably. Because <laughs> like, there's more than one species on Earth that has... Penis. <laughs> you can't start laughing. I would have been fine saying it. It's a medical term. I was all right. Phallus. Until you. Till I what? Said the word penis? No. The way you just held it out, you know? The, the <laughs> comedic way. Yeah. It's, yeah, I paused for dramatic effect. Penis. penis. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking took it away from me. How dare you? Yeah. How dare you? I think it's ruined. Um, when the uh, the fight sequences in this were all pretty badass, um, 
even just showing that they when things hadn't worked together before. So like uh, um, realistically, like Peter and Iron Man or Spider Man and Iron Man haven't really fought together. Um, so the going back and forth with that, being able to analyze each other's moves and and the reaction times and everything. Uh, was good. Uh, Doctor Strange and Peter Quill later on when they're fighting Thanos. And Strange is just sort of like hucking little discs so Peter can hop um, to put a bomb on him. Because I don't think all that was done in the planning stages. Yeah, no, I feel like Peter, like they gave him their game plan and it was just a wing it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I really enjoyed the fight scenes as well. I thought the that that specific scene where like the the Guardians, uh, Peter, Tony, and Doctor Strange were fighting Thanos on the planet was phenomenally done. Um, yeah. The CG in it, uh, the movie, like the CG in the movie as a whole, I think is is fairly well done. Um, it's always the the neckline on the suits that I have issues with, and yeah. I don't know why they can't get it right. I think with those ones, it's because that's full CG. Yeah. Whereas on the other times, it was like partial practical effects mm -hmm. but because in this one we see <clears throat> nanotech and uh for both peter and oh and yeah Tony, that's true i think that's what causes that neckline issue because mm -hmm. uh well yeah, actually it makes sense because uh chadwick boseman black panther his suit was absolutely fine i think that's because it was a practical suit yeah because that one's a lot easier to do like there's not as many moving parts although i feel like tony's new suit would be fairly easy to do because it's more streamlined. Like it's, it, there was no jutting out pieces or anything like that, so they yeah. could have actually made like the a molded suit for it, um, and then just done the special little things like when his arm turns into a, a ding dong. I also noticed that uh, yeah, Chris M Hemsworth's eye patch was uh, animated. Yeah, for like the entire thing, whereas I think in Thor he actually had an eye patch. Yeah, they couldn't have couldn't have brought that so back out. <laughs> like, nah. In movie time, it had been approximately thirty to thirty seconds to five minutes. Yeah. I don't know how long it took them to to massacre that ship, uh, but it didn't take that long. I'm assuming Chris Hemsworth has it somewhere, because yeah. like, why would you not steal it? That's something you could easily pocket and just pull it out of your kid's birthday party. Be like, oh, I'm Thor. Yeah. And then hit them with a hammer. I've also seen a lot of people saying that it would have been better if he just kept the eye patch. Yeah. Like instead of uh, Rocket giving him a brand new eye. Mm -hmm. um, my guess is probably just because, like, there's times where it didn't want to hold his eye closed the whole time. Yeah, most likely. Um, but if you get, like, a real eye patch and you just do it, I don't know, it made him look more battle-hardened. Uh, to me, like in this one, it's more they're they're leading. Now it would look goofy come the next one. Uh, spoilers if you're watching with us. Um, with the ver well, I guess with the version of Thor that's in the next one, the eye patch definitely would look a little out of place. Yeah, like he got into an accident with a taco truck. Yeah. <laughs> instead of an, uh, lost it in a fight. Um, I I would actually I want to go back and watch rewatch. Uh, Ragnarok because I didn't quite see how she sliced his eye. I thought it was like a downward angle, but apparently she must have like because when he when he popped the eye in, there was no scar, no nothing. He literally just opened up the socket and shoved it in there. Yeah. 
but that's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, like there should have been a scar because it looked like it went down, um, and he had blood like surrounding his eye socket when it actually got cut out. And to my very limited understanding of the human eye, it is not filled with blood. No, it's like a liquid. Yeah, blood is a liquid uh, most of the time. Yeah, except for the people on Everest. Sorry, should I say the markers on Everest? Because <laughs> that's what they are now. Yeah. Rest in peace. Dead. Just like waypoints. Just like half the people in the universe. MCU universe. I did. Uh, yeah. You get to the end. We'll we'll get back to the middle parts. But the more important thing is is near the end. Thanos actually gets that snap off. Yep. And he finally gets all the stones. Snaps it because Thor's an idiot. And he can go for the head. Or the arm. Yeah. Chop that the fuck off. I don't know why. Went dead center in the chest. Yeah. Which, I mean, it was a decent plan. Because I don't, well, I don't know anything about his biology. But, like, the human heart would have been right there. He would have yeah. been toasterinoed. Also, the lungs, the airway, you know. There's no way he's surviving that for very long. Enough to snap, obviously. Um so earlier in the movie, like I said, when Wong just straight up badasses uh, a portal and cuts the uh, Obsidian's hand off, yeah, why didn't him or Doctor Strange think to do that with Thanos? Just like get him to, because he took a swing at you a couple times. So all you got to do is time that swing, just like you were doing with Peter with the magic, magic, magic with a kick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you could have just timed it right, so right before he punches Tony, his hand goes into Earth, or the center of the sun, and then close the portal so his hand and the gauntlet are in the sun. Yeah, they definitely didn't use uh, the sling ring to as much uh, advantage as they, they could have. And yeah. even, like, getting back to Earth. I don't know if there's, like, maybe there's, like, a distance thing that needs to be done. Or maybe you need to know. Well, you know, I, I wouldn't say you need to know where you are, because all you have to do, really, well, all that's said in Doctor Strange is that you have to have a very clear image in your mind. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you would be able to do that. Maybe he didn't have the power at that point because he did just do it all out of fight. Yeah. But I would just like sling ring around. Like I can go anywhere in the universe. Like, oh, shit, Thanos is coming. Psych, I'm on the other side of the universe. <laughs> and just do that every two weeks. Yeah, because it's going to take them a while to find you. Yeah, well, well, they seem to know where the stones are at all times for some reason, which I don't think is ever explained. Um, unless they just always known that the, uh, the time stone was on Earth. Yeah, maybe they, maybe they must have because it's, it's been there a while. Yeah, or if they had, like... Some oh. way to contact Dormammu, or they knew about like Dormammu. Also, they uh, um, you find it on the second one, but every time a stone, like when the stones are used, it was a huge blast of cosmic energy. Yeah. So maybe they have, they can have their, excuse me, their tracker set. Oh, okay. So yeah. then you actually know, because really they got used in in pretty much the places that they were found. Mm -hmm. Right, they on Earth they were used there. Vision uses the stone constantly. Um, 
Plus, they knew that the staff was there, so yeah. I think they knew that it was there. That um, one I'm not questioning so much. It's the, it's the time stone I was curious about. Because like, the staff, obviously, I think he knew about it at that point because uh, he was the one that gave it to Loki. Yeah. Um, and But I just was wondering like how they knew about the time stone. But it, it makes sense that they had or they would be able to track it that way. Um, it's never explicitly said uh, that they are able to track it i guess because i uh or sorry they don't it's never explicitly said that they can track individual stones mm-hmm. um and i didn't know if that was maybe like because it was within something uh so it'd be like trying to track the the tesseract energy or something like that because it's not the actual stone it's like a, a, a housing unit for it yeah um but i guess yeah if there was certain radiation or something that comes off because you never it's never explained like what their technology is so they should be able to have it i think the only reason that the avengers can track it in the second one is because they had a similar reading to go off of yeah when thanos did the old yeah exactly i hope that comes across really crisp yeah you see just a random spike in the air <laughs> it's okay i did i saw it in the other one and i had to like take a chunk out it was i screamed and one of them and it just fucking i turned everything up yeah in the beginning and then i was like going through and i was like oh that's a high one and yeah it was fucking loud Are so you, did you peek the microphone i want to yell so loud that it just stops working <laughs> no, i don't it's, i don't want to i don't like to edit that's why I keep my voice down in this one nothing crazy you know but you turn us up every time so you just got to talk louder or should we talk closer? No, because that picks up everything. Yeah, that's true. That's probably picking up my mustache rummage up against it. It's ASMR for the people at home. <laughs> I can't do yeah. ASMR. Found out. It makes me ill. I get <laughs> nauseous when I hear it. Yeah. Like it's some I don't like fucking it at all. like nineteen-year-old girl on TikTok. And Makes my skin crawl. Nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> Just thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something else I liked uh, about the movie, bringing it back to the topic of the podcast, um, was the fact that even though Tony, uh, when he was saying that he couldn't call Cap, he was so adamant about it and like trying to explain to Bruce everything that happened in the two plus years that he was gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he had it fully charged, ready to go. Yeah. And he was out on a run with his wife at the time. Like, I don't think they they uh, stopped off at wherever Tony lives, whichever one of the houses or villas he's staying in currently. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that just goes to show, like, he's... He gives a shit, but he doesn't want anyone to know it. Yeah. Or, like, even though that there was a falling out, there's still that, that mutual respect mm-hmm. deal, and things go haywire there's always that one person you can call yeah ghostbusters yeah yeah they should have called them fuck it would have been way better if they called the ghostbusters they would have got the uh what's her name the female versions (laughs) yeah i was gonna say amy schumer but she's not in that movie melissa mccarthy melissa mccarthy leslie jones yes um saturday night live Fuck. Kristen Wiig? Yes. That's yeah. the one I couldn't remember. 
Kristen Wiig. I always, I, Melissa McCarthy usually makes me crack up. But in, I think it's Bridesmaids. Yeah. I didn't get far in that movie. I think no. I got to the point where she was taking a shit in the sink. And I was like, mm, this is not the topical poop joke that I enjoy. <laughs> I feel ill. <laughs> I enjoyed Ghostbusters, though, every time. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth is in that one as well. Yeah. <laughs> the best part I think of the whole movie is that at the end, uh, they're like after they finish saving New York, uh, <laughs> uh, he's 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 like uh, he was trying to find them in a sandwich shop, so he grabbed a sandwich, obviously. Yeah. And then they're so they're mad about it because they didn't think he was actually looking, and so they hucked his sandwich away. <laughs> he just like looks looks behind them and like, kind of kind of get help with that. And then the sandwich just like comes in off frame. He grabs it and just takes it away. <laughs> <laughs> best part of the whole movie. Uh, what do you think is the best part in this movie? Uh, there's too many. Yeah. What do you think is the most hard-hitting moment? Uh, the end, honestly. Yeah. Not Well, not like the very, very end. I don't think it's the snap. It's the, the moment between Vision and Wanda. Yeah. Like that, that's probably the most hard hitting moment uh for me um just like the the realization uh that like she's the only one that can do it but she doesn't want to do it um her acting was fucking phenomenal um (laughs) i almost i almost cracked up when it was happening because her lips started quivering and for some reason (laughs) i remembered when we were younger and you you were trying not to laugh (laughs) your chin would start quivering (laughs) And then I started laughing because that's yeah. all I could fucking see. Like, you have to kill me. <laughs> I never understood how you could do it. I don't either. It was just, this is a. Try and do it. Do it right now. I... Don't. <laughs> I can't hold it in anymore. This is 2021. Yeah. It's time to let it out. Yeah. Davey. Yeah. Like that movie, Eight Crazy Nights? What? (laughs) Technical foul. That's a technical foul. (laughs) Whitey, where were you? I can't hear that's a technical foul without fucking thinking of her part after. But I'd like to see it anyway. (laughs) Fuck. Maybe we should record a, a Christmas special. You know when I went down to Dad's, we watched The Great Outdoors twice what? in one night. Really? <laughs> yeah. There was uh, <laughs> on uh, on AMC. There was like I don't. I think it must have been like a John Candy movie marathon oh, thing. Okay, yeah. So they're just playing. So The Great Outdoors came on. Yeah. And then I sat and watched that, and um, they were talking about getting what they were getting for dinner and, and stuff. And then. Um, it's still playing. We we finish it up just as we're eating dinner. And then we go through a couple more movies. And it pops on again, like, two movies later. Yeah. And so Dad's just like, nice. And then we sat and watched the whole thing. We were up till like, midnight watching The Hell Great yeah. Outdoors. You got to show John Candy yeah. some respect. The bald-headed bear. <laughs> bald-headed bear ass. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize... Um, so at the end when they're doing the credits in that scene and it, it, they're in like the bar dancing or whatever and yeah. like Dan Aykroyd and all them, once you get after that, 
you get to go it goes back to the raccoons that had tipped over and fucked up the garbage can yeah. so many times and then they're just like hey did you hear about so and so and they're like yeah the now she's uh yeah she got shot in the ass and she's like i guess you say she's bald on both ends now <laughs> the raccoons are talking about the bear yeah which i'd never seen that part before i'd always shut it off as soon as they started dancing i was like oh this is over oh, and then, okay yeah and rewound it so we watch the gang so we had it on vhs that was the precursor to uh the mcu's after credit scenes mm-hmm. it was the the bloopers and stuff at the end yeah uh, something that uh that movie did right that i would like to see in a lot more movies um at least on like the dvd or blu-ray version of it is subtitles for characters that do not speak yeah because and like there has to be planned lines for them or at least like some dialogue that you can throw in because they're like like r2d2 i would love that or groot like give me a fucking give me let, let me know what he's saying yeah because like yeah i can get it from context maybe but i i would i would like to see what he's saying sometimes yeah. like in uh, guardians of the galaxy 2 when he says i am groot at the very end and <laughs> it turns out what he actually said is welcome to the fucking guardians of the galaxy yeah. <laughs> like that's some funny shit yeah that one it definitely would have been better but i feel like maybe they go like the the netflix route where they don't fully they're just like um like says something offensive or just like speaking groot (laughs) yeah true all i mean like sometimes uh i found that netflix will have subtitles for foreign languages but only if you do not have closed captioning on really yeah um, I've noticed a few times, uh, cause I watch, I watch a lot of stuff with closed captioning on because like, yeah, whether it's a fucking train going by or the furnace kicking on, sometimes I just can't hear shit. So I'll just read it instead. Um, and sometimes it'll be like speaking Spanish and I'll be like, uh, fuck, did I miss an important piece of information? <laughs> so I go back and, uh, or I rewatched an episode, uh, at work. I just restarted the whole thing. And I remembered seeing like a lot of things that just said speaking Spanish. And then it just it had the actual translations when I didn't have the captions on them. Yeah, I've I've had that, or sometimes they'll have it, but they'll also like have it over that so that you get like <laughs> the, the, dual the movie subtitles, yeah, and then the Netflix subtitles over top. And I was like, great, now I got to try and read the new Ant Man logo again. Yeah, we're just a bunch of fucking lines. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of lines. Uh, my favorite line probably in this movie is when uh, when the, the Guardians pick up Thor for the first time and uh, he's like telling them where he needs to go. He's like, I need to go to uh, Need de Valier or however you pronounce that. Yeah. I just butchered it. And uh, uh, Drax was just like, that's a made up word. Yeah. And Thor's like, all words are made up. <laughs> yeah. Like that was the most logical thing in the world. Yeah. And I'm sitting there just fucking covered in hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> All words are made up. <laughs> He's right. And then I had a quick existential crisis, and then I got back into the film. Yeah. Probably around the part where uh, Quill started pretending to be Thor. Yeah, I could tell that the that the end of the movie was like such a big deal, is because normally whenever we're watching movies, like there, there's either our commentary or we point out things like that. But I think from the moment 
um, like everything quieted down and they were noticing that oh, the winds are changing because Thanos was just about to arrive till basically the end of the movie we were both just dead silent yeah there was just the movie playing and that was it which i think it it commends to just the the powerfulness of the scene um the acting in the in the whole thing and just like it was like that uh culmination of the uh, climax moment and you're just like holy shit it just draws you right in Oh yeah, they did that phenomenally because the, I and I think that was the goal was because uh, at that point we didn't know that there was going to be a part two, mm-hmm. so everyone's like, "That's the end of the fucking movie," like and so that's how you have to get them like you got to draw them in, and and that's why I think they they kind of draw drew out that whole last fight scene, um, even with the like surprise appearance of Thor at the very end like you. Every all the Avengers were were defeated, or all the Avengers in the immediate area were defeated. No one else was standing up to Thanos, and then you think, "Oh fuck, he's gonna do it." And then there's that little semblance of hope with Thor flying in and throwing his axe at him. Yeah, and and then they completely rip your pants down and destroy you, and just snap. Yeah, and everyone's dusting scenes, I felt were were great like there was no um (laughs) i didn't like peters really just for the fact that he got like 45 seconds from the time he started to wither away where everyone else was like within three to four it -hmm. just seemed a little mm, little off yeah like I hundred percent understand why they did it because they're sick fucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like there's no other reason other than they're fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. Because like at that point, every single MCU fan is like, okay, so Thanos snapped away everyone, so now half the galaxy is gone, and then you have to watch this brand new character that you're falling in love with just wither away slowly over five sec or forty five seconds. Yeah. Like. Compare the the uh, emotional impact of T'Challa and Peter. It was yeah, yeah very emotional for uh, Okoye because she was right there and she watched him just turn into the wind. But Peter, like, he fell into 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 Tony and he hugged him and he started crying and then he he fell to the ground. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah. I think, uh, but I do feel um, that the the mixture of characters. I think the only one that that wasn't like the um, emotionality wasn't fully there was uh, Rhodey and and Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, but I even think like the the emotional impact, obviously with with Tony and Peter, um, that one was big. But even this small like to to start it off just bucky going steve yeah and then just and then steve's just like holy fuck i think that it it would have been maybe more powerful if they just did like the something similar with peter where he's like mr stark and then as he's falling into him and tony tries to catch him he's just like as he's falling he says i don't feel so good and then just turns to dust yeah. That would have been better. And I wouldn't have been 
pissed off about that one. But this one is just like the the feeling that I would compare it to is like someone stabs you by accident, and then as they're trying to take it out, instead of pulling it out, they just twist it. Yeah. Like <laughs> you you just got knocked out of the bar, and some guy says, "Hey man, you want some help?" and then spits in your face. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, just all those. That was. And then uh, almost like the the ending scene, too, when, when it's all happened. And just before, I think they, they should have cut it there or shown Thanos beforehand. Because the very ending scene is Thanos resting, watching a sunrise. It's exactly yeah. what he said he was going to do after he did his task. I feel like that should have been before and then kicked to Steve. And everyone was going, like, what just happened? And Steve just, like the realization that this just happened all over the globe too. Yeah. It's like, Oh God. And then, then roll the credits from there. Yeah. That one, Cause I that think. one's more impactful. Cause you're like, Holy fuck. Cause then you realize it, you're realizing it too. You not only, you know, like all the characters that I, I love and all these relationships between these characters are, are just sacrificed and ruined. But then as he's coming to a realization, it also tells you like, Oh, this whole, this happened everywhere. Yeah. And then it, that little thing gets broken and pulls you out when Thanos is just sitting there, um, just ready to just complete it, basically. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know, I like the way they did it. Um, because in my mind, it's going from, like, it's showing the absolute defeat. The guy that never backs down will always stand up like fell on his ass and he was he was just he realized he was done he lost there was nothing he could do at that point and then it cuts to to thanos who's feeling uh very fulfilled like he, he he's not he's almost like he's not smiling but he's smirking almost yeah like he's his mission is finally complete complete and he's happy so i, I kind of like the way they did that because it's it, it's supposed to fuel like your anger for Thanos because like you get to see what he's done to everyone else, and then you see Thanos just like chilling, just yeah. happy about it. Like, it, I yeah, I would describe it as a smirk. It's the smirk that you give like uh, when you piss someone off intentionally, and they get there like, oh, why are you so mad, bro? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And then I, I guess too, yeah, it, it gives you a direction to to put that anger. Um, during the the fight scene before, so the the ending fight scene, pretty much the the whole movie, just you're getting to this scene, and that I think that's uh, they did an unreal job with the whole battle. Um, but when uh, Cap is holding Thanos back, and I don't think like Thanos is is. Um, could easily just crush him and he ends up doing it um, but I think it's the uh, you can see like surprise on his face just being like holy fuck okay this guy's not yeah. as big of a pushover as I thought um, which I like that and that was like a throwback to um, the comics because when this happens in the comics um, Cap is like as long as one man stands against you it's not over mm -hmm. or like you haven't won and he's that guy that stands up everyone else is fucking wrecked um 
I think uh, one of the things I want to talk about is the actual um, chosen of the of the dusting. Uh, I believe, uh, for the most part, for for most people, it's it was sheer randomness. Exactly what his plan was when he was on Titan. Um, just doesn't matter. Poor, rich, doesn't matter. You're you're going. Yeah. Uh, except for three in this uh or maybe yeah three or four um in this movie uh tony i think he chose to let him survive uh, and live just because of the fight that he put up and the fact that he's like you have my respect stark mm-hmm. um so i think that um same with cap because cap was able to put up that fight and he was like whole oak like Again, a respect thing went toe to toe, and they put up a, a decent scrap. Uh, Thor, obviously, because he actually got a hit on him and did some damage. He still ended up doing the snap, but yeah. it was a battle. And the other one is uh, falls under the dusted category. Um, I believe he intentionally made sure Wanda was dusted because of that connection that they had. Um, which, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll bring him now. He had to toss Gamora in order to get the soul stone. So that was his, the, his one daughter that he loved more than anything. Had to toss her. Um, Wanda sacrificed vision in order to destroy the stone. And so that there was, a an emotional connection between the two, even if Wanda didn't see it, but that's how Thanos viewed it. Mm-hmm. So I think he dusted her intentionally so that she wouldn't have to live with the pain that he has to live with all the time. It, it makes sense for most of them. Um, Thor, I, I think, because like my thought process for Thanos would be uh, he, like his thought was, um, half of life on all worlds i haven't already called okay so that that's why he was immune because you don't right you don't you can't tell or you can't know for certain because you don't see the rest of the asgardians but spoilers you find out that they are alive there's a decent chunk of them and they go to norway i believe yeah um that's what i thought happened um uh, I definitely think he kept Stark alive. Um, I think... I, I thought he would have kept Peter alive, to be honest, because he's like, yeah, I, I like him. Um, maybe he did a similar Mercy thing with Peter, though, uh, whereas, like, because he knew Gamora was di- uh, dead and they were smooshing booties. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he sent, uh, I guess, them to the same place, although... Has it been confirmed or not whether like they, everyone was just trapped in the Soul Stone? Because uh, Thanos said that he was going to make it so that they ceased to exist. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know how they how they played that. I don't think they're trapped anywhere because even if they were, they would have been gone anyways because if they're trapped in the stone, you find out in the next movie what he actually does with the stones. Yeah. So, we won't spoil it here, because we're going to talk about it in the next one. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, I, I it hasn't, I don't know. Maybe they're in just another dimension or, or something like that. 
that we're not uh, sure of. Um, oh, actually, I want to talk about. I, I read a thing about uh, we're in a, we're in a detour over the Eternals. Um, post credit scene in that you see Dane Whitman, um, played by Jon Snow, played by Kit Harrington. Say it right. Jon Snow. Jon Snow. Jon Targaryen. He's about to pick up the Ebony Blade, um, which is what gives him all his powers and what Seward is his whole family in the comics. And then and you see, you hear, um, are you sure you want to do that? Now, we thought it was the Watcher. Some people are saying that it was actually um, Mahershal Ali who's going to be playing Blade. Oh. And it was him doing that. So I think uh, I think Maybe. a team up team between that like is uh, oh fuck not the Midnight Sun well I think the Midnight Suns um, but there's another one that's like Blade Moon Knight uh, it's like an R rated team type deal I think Ghost oh, Riders okay. in there as well so maybe it's the Midnight Suns I can't remember. But yeah, I think that a lot of people said it was him that did it in the post credit scene. Ooh. So hopefully that's the case. Let's get a fucking Blade movie soon. Although, no, they'll definitely bring back Wesley Snipes. Look what they're look what they're planning on for for Spider Man. Look at all those things they brought in for Spider Man. Could be Wesley Snipes' kid. Yeah, that is true. Wesley Snipes fell in love, ate a garlic, was no longer a vampire, except in his penis. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Nivadelir. That was a cool um, scene. I like the I like the um, the effects in that scene. The actual look of a star mm-hmm. that's right there. It may not be like a full star, but the heart of a star. How it looked, the, you can see like the the amazement and the beauty. Just how Rocket looks at it, and um, Peter Dinklage. Blaine a dwarf. A giant dwarf. Yeah. I want to know if like, those are like the dwarves of his society. How fucking big are the regular people? Oh, yeah. Two times the size? That's... Two that's and a big. half? Yeah, he's about... Yeah, I think he's about the size of a frost giant, even. I think he's bigger than a frost giant. Dwarves <clears throat> bigger than giants. Who the fuck it? It's like that one guy who was legally classified at one point in his life, a midget and a giant. I think by the time he was 18, he was like 4 foot 10, 4 foot 11 maybe, maybe a little bit less. And then uh, he got a tumor uh, that was like pushed on his pituitary gland. Yeah. And then it just... Shot. <laughs> extra puberty. <laughs> <clears throat> What's your superpower? I never saw puberty. I got tumor. What? <laughs> That's actually Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> What's your superpower? I have cancer. <laughs> And I look like oh, a pizza. I'm so excited to have him pop in the MCU. I really, I really want him. I, I still wanted the like the dumbest cameo. I think I read about it on on Twitter, um, but it was just uh, someone was saying that the cameo should be um, just him in the background. Like the Avengers are having a meeting in Avengers Tower or wherever they are, and he's just in the background, like microwaving chimichangas. Yeah. <laughs> and then they finally like once it dings he like pulls them out and starts eating them and they finally all recognize that he's there and they're like what are you doing I'm like oh just reheating my chimichangas i'm gonna head out 
And he just like jumps out the window and says, yeah. catch me, Spidey. <laughs> and then you hear a splat and then, what the shit, Parker? <laughs> um, I, I really would love to see the like bromance. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not really a bromance. The one-sided bromance between Deadpool and Peter Parker. Um, maybe after this one with the with the multiverse of madness, they'll they'll do it. I think so because like I one I think that Ryan Reynolds and Tom Holland their their screen uh, interactions would be phenomenal. I don't know if they've ever been in a film together. Uh, I don't think so, but just based on the way that he handles himself as Peter Parker. And being able to do that, and then Ryan Reynolds just being a, a fucking gem, and absolutely hilarious, and no matter what, can literally break everyone on set usually, because I think a lot of a lot of times either his lines are improvised or just his ability to deliver comedic lines is there. There's no one really better. Unparalleled. Uh, I think Tom. Tom Holland talked once about uh, what he thought the interaction between him and his Spider-Man and Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, how he'd like to see that. I think that'd be really funny as well. Like, I think Tom Holland, it, he has been... I'm trying to rank them in my head. Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man and a very accurate Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tobey Maguire has played the best Peter Parker but not the best Spider-Man. And, um, uh, what's the other guy? Andrew Garfield? Yeah, Andrew Garfield. Uh, I think he, he did the best Spider-Man. So Andrew Garfield nailed half of it. Same with Tobey Maguire, opposite halves. And Tom Holland, I think, is, is doing a very good job of balancing out both. Mm-hmm. Um, was, Andrew Garfield was too cool for Spider-Man. Or for Peter Parker, sorry. Uh, yeah. And fucking yeah. come on <laughs> uh plus a lot of people like have been editing uh the, the original like toby Maguire spider-man movies so anytime i see it now all i'm gonna think of is anytime he jumps up to like jump down all here's a fart noise yeah. <laughs> it's all over fucking TikTok. Yeah. um but i i i love the way like even in this movie when uh when peter and dr strange and tony are talking about like how to land the ship uh <laughs> yeah peter like introduces himself to dr strange he's like hey i'm peter parker and he's like oh dr strange oh we're using our made-up names i'm spider-man yeah. man. <laughs> like he's just he he plays the character i think so super super well um i would love i would love to see his uh, like an interaction with with hugh jackman um i don't know if it's ever going to happen because they haven't yeah. brought well, I mean, they had they're having such trouble with trying to get uh Spider-Man into the MCU. Or does who's it? Who owns Spider-Man's rights? Sony. Sony does Sony also own X-Men? No, Fox did. Fox did. And then now Disney it's... bought out Fox. Yeah. So So is I, it's, when is it's possible, but I don't think it'll just be it's just going to be a brief cameo. Oh, okay. Hugh Jackman he him and um patrick stewart are very very happy with how the characters died off yeah and how the characters ended in the fox verse um that they don't want to do anything else with the character they're like that was a perfect mm-hmm. send-off 
I'm happy with it with it, and that's I'm okay walking and stepping away. Plus, Hugh Jackman's like in his fifties and shit, so getting that Wolverine shred on is a little bit harder. Yeah, no, like, but I'm also I I never expect actors and actresses to like starve themselves and fucking dehydrate themselves to shit so they look good in a scene. Yeah, like fucking have a little bit of gun. Like, just a little bit of muscle, enough so it's, like, you can flex, you can tell, like, or you can see, like, they can kick the shit out of me. Yeah. That's enough for me, and throw some dirt on their face, because that's, that's every action movie. There's always dirt or grease or some shit on someone's face. That's all you need. You don't need abs of steel chiseled, chiseled out of marble. Yeah. And then made into steel. Looking at you, Hemsworth. Relax, alright? Stop right? being so goddamn handsome! Glad he's married. Saving some ladies for the rest of us. Yeah. Also, shout out to gay men. Thank you. Yeah. You, you're giving us poor fucks a chance. I'm not poor. Me I'm either. <laughs> I'm like, I'm middle class. I am I had a, I got poor. money to cover the bills, you know? That's, uh, that's all that matters. No, <laughs> <laughs> Tom Holland was not allowed to read the script for this movie since he revealed too many secrets for Spider-Man Homecoming. Yep. Yeah. Like, uh, in this movie, actually, they, they kept it so secretive. Only Benedict Cumberbatch read the whole thing. Yep. And he was able to see the whole script. I did find out for, because uh, he's going to be in Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, releases on the 17th. Go see it. Um, he refused to read the full script because oh. he didn't want spoilers. That makes sense. So a lot of these guys are just like, even the actors are getting into it, except for, um, Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow who's like, what's a Hawkeye? And it's like, you know what, bitch? You know How about I show you what a black eye looks like? Shove your candle up your hooch. Gina Carano, I would like to hire you to punch Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Is that right wing enough for you? No. Oh, it could be. You guys can talk about anti Right wing's all about, rocks. you know. Suppressing the woman. <laughs> they They're can't do that with their body. What did that senator call women? Like uh, blessed vessels or uh, earthly vessels blessed by God? Yeah, he didn't refer to women as like something less offensive, like females or something like that. <laughs> just, you're a vessel for babies. Yeah, it's... Uh, I am. I have no opinion on the matter. I don't have a vagina. I cannot bear a child. Therefore, I think I don't. I don't get an opinion. Here we go. We just go the old, the old Satanism route. You know, do what makes you happy. As long as it doesn't infringe on anyone else's rights. Exactly. Which is. (laughs) But it's my right to go to this McDonald's. Fuck you. Let me see your Vax pass. Yeah, you can go. You just can't sit in it. Why do you want to sit? Like, it actually makes me so happy because it. It's only bad for Wendy's. I don't know what it is. Every Wendy's I go to, the people that sit and eat in a Wendy's are the creepiest motherfuckers I've ever seen. Yeah. And I don't know what it is because it's multiple Wendy's. I, like, I've gone to a lot of Wendy's, and it's always the same. It's the soda machines. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the soda machines. Brings out those fucking freaks. Yeah. Yeah. They have like extra carbonation and the extra never frozen. The extra bubbles go straight to your brain, and it goes right to the rage center. Yeah, fuck, they're weird. 
That's why I won't. I don't want to become one of them. I'll always take my shit to go. I just like. I feel like now with the pandemic, it's just an excuse for me not to eat out anymore. Yeah. I don't. I don't enjoy it. The only reason I, I did it before the pandemic was because my food would get cold. Yeah. But now I'm at an age where I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll eat a frozen burger. Yeah. Shout out Smosh. <laughs> burger but cold. <laughs> Fucking genius. Yeah. It's uh, it's good. Anyway, uh, no frozen food in this movie. Oh, actually, no, that's not true. Thor raided a bunch of frozen food in uh, the Guardian ship. Was it frozen or freeze-dried? Because uh, that's just dried. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, the graphics in this were good. The The villain itself and, and all the acting I found was very good. There wasn't anything that I was just, like, questionable. I really wish... Because, like, actually, no. I didn't like Black Widow in this one. I don't know. The, the lines... Uh, and the way they were delivered just seemed out of character, almost. It was like it was a robot. Like It, it was like she went back to robot Winter Soldier, Black Widow. <laughs> it's almost like they were just reusing footage. Yeah. And just editing so, it on. It made it tough. That was, that was the only thing. Everyone else, I really, really enjoyed their acting. It's really hard, though, um, given this insane ensemble because you're bringing together what, like 20 heroes yeah around that and to give each person like the amount of uh, like screen time lines and everything like that and a lot of ones that didn't get lines or, or screen time in this one get focused more in the in the second one in endgame um maybe they did it that way on purpose like they gave the people that were i i would be It'd be interesting to see, like, how much screen time each person got. Like, maybe they gave the people that got snapped more screen time on purpose. I would like yeah. to I would like to see if someone's done some... Like, there has to be at least one nerd that's done, like, calculated out the screen time of each character in these movies. Uh, I don't know about screen time, but I know they did lines to see how much people got paid. Well, they paid them by line? No, just to show like the difference in pay, and then oh, okay, yeah, like yeah. this person had this many lines. Like I think, uh, I don't know if it's in Spider. I think maybe it's the second Spider-Man, um, but Nick Fury, like Samuel L. Jackson, got paid huge money, and I think he was on screen for forty seconds. Yeah, and like the amount of lines he had in it was just ridiculous. Um, that's what happens when you're Samuel motherfucking Jackson. Come on the podcast. Give us some views. Come on. Give yeah. Me, give me give me a million dollars. Curse us out. Let's. Oh, we'll talk about snakes on a plane. A hit movie. Oh, Black snake phone, bro. It's way better. Oh, that one is good. That's because it also has. Uh, it's Wednesday, my dudes. <laughs> Christina Ricci. That's yeah. her name. I was waiting for you to get it. I was gonna do the Wednesday scream, and then I <laughs> thought, better not. Yeah. Don't make me edit. <laughs> It's like we just talked about this earlier. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that that's the that's the only acting and it, and all the the emotional parts hit right. The music, um, even though it's orchestral, it it brings you in more. Yeah, makes you feel it actually has an emotionality in the music, um, which for some of them it didn't matter. It was like the, the it was just like oh background music. Um, this one 
does a lot to pull you into scenes. And some of those uh, ones get repeated throughout. Um, mainly the one that uh, when he hawks Gamora to get the Soul Stone. Excuse me. That one happens again in the next movie. Um, and then it happens again in the Hawkeye series. When he's, uh, yeah, when he's, uh, Clint's talking about something. Which, oh, uh, when he's having his participation. Yeah, which we'll, we'll find out. What, what the hell is he talking about? We'll find out next week. Um, by the way, next week, probably recording around a Wednesday. So, I be ready. I wasn't told it then. Don't worry. We do it earlier in the day so there'll be more light. People get way higher definition. I changed my mind. Um, but yeah, so we'll record this podcast live. Where do we where do we record the podcast live, Jordan? WW. Oh, sorry. Let me show this. HTTP <laughs> Twitch TV slash By the Rail Side. All one word. Yeah, all and one word. You can hear about it on twitter at by the rail side and you can watch some funny videos in slow motion on tiktok <laughs> if you search for by the rail side or is it zach at by the rail side oh it might be zach from i think you can search by the rail side. yeah just search by the rail side there's probably not that many accounts that are uh it's it's the one by that's not sides. dedicated to trains yeah uh if you see the guy that uses the fucked up camera angles you've gone too far that's yeah. way too popular or you've gone to the right spot yeah. That guy is Wholesome. amazing. It 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 makes me feel good. Him, Frankie McDonald. Yeah, love Frankie McDonald. He's the only weather reports that I watch. Yeah, it's the only one that that's relevant. That's how I found out about the high um, winds today. The uh, the two brothers from uh, I think New Zealand that they do like the, the the cooking show. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't want to use like the main descriptor that I normally would. <laughs> <laughs> The two kids, the two brothers with Down syndrome that do a cooking show. These guys are great. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of great creators out there on TikTok. Ricky Berwick, he scares uh, me. Yeah, he, Ricky. There's just something about him, you know. I don't know if it's the he's my crippleness sleep- or the. <laughs> <laughs> I want to clarify that I am not terrified of cripples, just no, no. Ricky Berwick specifically. Yeah. Because, like, I've, I'm pretty sure at one point in my life I've had a nightmare where I, something that looks exactly like him has crawled on my ceiling. Ah, it's like out of the grudge. It's fucked. But he's hilarious. Yeah. And he gets and... away with so much because he's... Yeah. <laughs> I think I specifically remember seeing a video where he said something that was like... He, he was talking shit about someone and that person genuinely, like, deserved it. But then they called him out on it and then he's like, whoa. You can't say that. I'm crippled. <laughs> oh, so many, so many great content creators. If only we were one. We are. Yep. People just haven't realized it yet. Yeah, just wait. Just wait. Let's let's tweet at Joe Biden. Hey, at check this out. A Joe Byron. Yeah. <laughs> once you come, once you invite me to the Oval Office, I'll give you a big old kiss. Oh. What are you thankful for? Beans, rice, Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ, and Byron. How do they do that stupid shit? Byron. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That looks thought... worse than that. Like, I would just do this. Just go, oh, oh, 
I don't know like, how they do it with the Do this. That looks yeah. fucked. This is mine. Yeah, if I extend this my is, thumbs... This I is can't. way better. This is more anatomically correct. <laughs> Don't squeeze it. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's a heart. <laughs> what the fuck are you saying? I, like, I love you. What's up with this fucking shit? I'm not a freak. I'm not the Grinch. Yeah. I, don't have, I have an anatomically correct heart. Jesus Christ. And Byron... Anyway, Byron. I saw another video post with that guy, and it was talking about how he was homeless and like, "Hey, donate." Yeah, you guys how much should definitely that, donate. How much of that money is he actually going to see? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm bringing food. Nine times out of ten, there's always like a scam involved. Um, I remember actually there was one I saw recently. It was these uh, a bunch of realtors have this hundred dollar club. Where they all go to dinner and they choose a different restaurant each time, and they all put a uh, hundred dollars in an envelope before the dinner for the waiter, waiter or waitress, and the they also had a uh, they started a Kickstarter, I guess, or, or GoFundMe or whatever the fuck they call it, and they made they they raised like twelve thousand no forty thousand dollars, so it, there was four of them, so she was gonna get or no, was it forty thousand or four thousand? I can't remember. They raised a lot of money for. Her. And uh, what ended up happening was the fucking owners of the restaurant took everything but, like, 200 bucks. Yep. Scumbags. Yeah. Eat the rich. Elon Musk. Come on the podcast. I'll eat your ass. He's fucking weird. He's probably tough. Have you seen his hair? He looks like Like Skid from fucking Hey Doug. (laughs) What are you, a bully from the the 80s? No, it is a bully. I always like Skeeter. (laughs) <laughs> all right before we get uh two more off topic we've uh we've dropped our socials looks like we're gonna need a we're gonna get a, a rating on this one um i'm gonna start uh i'm giving it a 9.8 uh acting was great there's only a few things that i can nitpick here and there uh for that uh, maybe some continuity things but it uh a lot of them could just be left up to interpretation so um effects were great story was great characters were great um editing music everything so it's uh it's a 9.8 from uh from me uh i'm gonna give it a 9.5 uh just because uh the the suit issues which like I, i understand but i feel like they've done other things so well that like it's something that they could definitely nail a little bit better yeah um like just give him a turtleneck. Uh, Hella's suit was more well done than yeah. these ones. Come on, um, the music was great. Uh, the orchestral stuff. I should say the music. The use of sound was great in this movie because there were certain times where like there the the music was very much necessary. It helped build up the 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 tone of the scene. Uh, and then there was times where the lack of music I thought was very well done. Um, more so towards the end of the movie, I, I noticed it, uh, where like when Thanos went into the Soul Stone or wherever he went, where he met Young Gamora, um, there was nothing. There was almost no music playing. Yeah. Uh, and then when they it flashed back to Earth after he had snapped, there was like silence and then a slow buildup of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was phenomenally well done. The the shots themselves I thought were very well done. They went for a lot of uh, practical locations. Ouch. 
for for a lot of the stuff. Well, on Earth, anyways. Um, uh, but no Star Wars, so that's nope. that's gonna take another few points off. So yeah, I, I just can't. Russo brothers use the star wipe. It's in every editing program yeah. <laughs> because it's a staple. Yeah, that's like mac and cheese with no mac. That's just cheese. That's which, still good. Yeah, but not not in that form. Yeah, you would just bake the cheese. If you did like a fondue, that's a whole separate dish. That's a whole yeah. separate thing. That's like me talking about putting a star wipe in a music in, in a song. I was gonna say music video, but I realized that's a video. And you <laughs> Uh, it's like listening to a song on Spotify. Be like, "Who the fuck is the Star Wipe?" Yeah, and you have like Jason Derulo in the background, just screaming. Jason, Jason, Star Wipe. <laughs> Sorry, I uh, yelled a little bit. You're gonna have to edit that. That's out. That's okay. Um, so yeah, that uh, that gives us a nine point seven from us here by the rail side. Let us know what you thought of Avengers: Infinity War. Um, you can either tweet at us or, or throw it in the comments on the YouTube's. And join us uh, next week. Um, uh, you can join us on Wednesday. Uh, where we'll be recording it. Probably around like 8-ish, depending. Um, or catch it every Sunday. Uh, we release a new episode. So um, next week we'll be doing Avengers Endgame. And uh, let's bring some tissues. This one, uh, there's some hard-hitting moments in this one that... Uh, um, we're gonna have to watch this in the dark. So we should we should specify bring more tissues than usual. Yes, because I know that my sensual and sultry voice, and now you get to see my face too. Must be someone's busting nuts. Yeah, busting, busting, busting makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he does. He does look like it. What a fucking loser! Come on. Fuck Seriously, you, Musk. Come, on, come on the podcast. Yeah, talk to us. Actually, you'd be interesting to talk to, but you got to be in a movie. We'll we'll hit the dab pen. Yeah, we'll watch a movie. We'll hit the dab pen and we'll do a podcast. Yeah, you can sit in my lap because we only have two cameras. Yeah, and we could share a mic. Who knows? Maybe I'll mistake you for Byron. Give you a little, little, little kiss. Yeah. But uh, you guys uh, take care. Enjoy yourselves. Don't forget to see Spider-Man. And, um, and then uh, we'll see you next week. Drive safe. Oh, yes. Much safe.